0: My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful.
1: I'm exhausted. We can all get these symptoms from time to time. But if you or a loved one notice you're getting a combination of them regularly, don't ignore it. They could be signs of a brain tumour.
0: My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My
1: balance is awful. I'm exhausted. To learn more about the common signs of a brain tumour,
0: search Better Safe Than Tumour.
1: Welcome to Let's Talk About Brain Tumours, the podcast where we'll be talking to people who've been affected by a brain tumour diagnosis, either their own diagnosis or the diagnosis of a loved one. We'll also be sharing news and updates from the Brain Tumour Charity about what we're doing to halve the harm and double survival. As this is National Eye Health Week, we thought we'd revisit previous episode we recorded with our Optical Engagement Manager, Lorcan Butler. In today's Spotlight episode, we're talking about eye health and my guest today is Lorcan, the Optical Engagement Manager at the Brain Charity. We speak about what to look out for, how to book an eye test, and also the support that's available to you to ensure that you get the best quality of care. So can you start by telling us a bit about you and what your role is?
0: Yeah, of course. So my name is Lorcan. I'm an optician, and my role within the charity is what's called an Optical Engagement Manager. So my job is to engage with the optical community in the UK. So the optical community are opticians. So opticians mainly on the high street, in your local optician but also opticians who are undergraduate students and also maybe uh, opticians you encounter in a hospital too as well
1: and why is it important that opticians know about brain tumors and about the impact they have
0: yeah approximately 30 percent of people with brain tumors will actually have visual symptoms at some stage during their diagnosis so that can be blurry vision it can be a change in the vision it can be double vision so we need to be very very aware of what to look out for and in
1: terms of people who are looking to get an eye exam done Uh, why is it important for them to go and get them checked?
0: Sometimes people aren't aware that we can detect brain tumours through an eye examination. So normally what would tend to happen is people go to their GP and maybe go back three, four or five times and the GP maybe doesn't mention about going to the optician to get their eyes checked. So sometimes people don't automatically assume opticians are able to detect brain tumours. But we do spend three years in college as a specialist subject and we are trained in the early signs and symptoms. And if we do detect something which is irregular, we can refer straight away to a hospital department for further assessment too, as well.
1: And can all brain tumours be detected uh, in an eye exam?
0: Yeah, I get that. So asked quite a lot, us Unfortunately, the answer is no. So depending on where about the brain tumour is, and also its size, it could be quite a small tumour. Unfortunately, we may or may not be able to detect it. The ones which do affect the back of the eye, they're quite easily to detect, and also ones which may be affected by a person's vision. People sometimes know themselves. They may not be able to point a finger at it, but they can say something's not right, I'm concerned, it's not myself, etc. So you have to go by patient symptoms uh, as well. So, But sometimes the answer is, yes, we can detect them through brain tumour tumors through an eye examination, but sometimes the answer is no.
1: And so is it important for people to tell their optician the symptoms they might be experiencing?
0: Yeah, very important. What will tend to happen is sometimes people will have other symptoms in their body or their mind, and sometimes they won't mention these because they don't think it's a a possible sign or not related to a brain tumour. So sometimes people will have cognitive issues, so maybe memory loss or confusion. Sometimes it can be difficulty with their hearing. They'll hear ringing in their ears. If they do have a brain tumour, thanks to the eyes, weight gain, weight loss, change in personality, Uh, people not being themselves are very important. So these are kind of red flag signs and symptoms that can easily be described by the patient, but also by their loved one, by their parent or spouse or partner or or family member. If they say he's not himself, he's very lethargic, he's gone into himself, very depressed, he's normally the life of the party, it just isn't himself. These are the things we take into consideration.
1: And so what questions should someone look out for from an optician that they should expect the optician to ask them?
0: Yeah, we ask them a, a series of questions such as what are your symptoms? when did it start? Are they getting better? Are they getting worse? Then we ask them about their general health conditions. So this can be if you have any medical conditions at the present moment, but also something in the past. So maybe somebody had a, a previous episode of cancer when they're younger. They do have a slightly higher risk of developing uh, cancer in a brain tumour later in life as an adult. So especially if a female had breast cancer or a male had prostate cancer, we'd need to know. We also ask medications. So sometimes people can describe visual disturbances and we need to know what medication they're taking just in case it is caused by the medication and then we ask about family history so does mum dad brothers and sisters have any eye conditions or have any medical conditions and again if you said my mum had a brain tumour or my dad had a brain tumour we'd be taking that into consideration too as well
1: and there's obviously a lot of information that goes goes with having a brain tumour diagnosis and it's hard for I know it was hard for me to process all the information so can someone take notes when they go for a checkup?
0: Yeah, it's something we highly recommend, Chandos. So bring a friend. We do have what's called a chaperone policy. So you can bring a friend in with you and they can ask the questions and answer your questions on your behalf. Sometimes people do have difficulty with confusion or memory issues. So it's always easy to write things down. Nowadays, with the advent of mobile phones, they do have recording ability. So sometimes people just say, listen, I'm going to record this in my mobile. I'm going to write this down to share with my family and friends. Would that be okay? And the answer could always be yes.
1: And what is the cost of an eye exam for someone in the different parts of the country.
0: Yeah, good question. So in Scotland, it's free of charge to everybody. And in the UK and Wales, Northern Ireland, it depends on your age. Anybody under the age of 16 gets a free eye examination and they tend to have recommended intervals. So it's a yearly interval up to the age of 16. And that's every two years for people over the age of 16 in full-time education. The cost of an eye examination can vary depending on where you live at Sometimes it can be free of charge. Sometimes it can be anything from £5 to £100, depending on who you go to. And there are some classifications which would be eligible for a free eye examination examination. examination such as diabetics who are a bit more prone to developing eye conditions and people have got a family history of glaucoma that's an eye condition that people lose their peripheral vision there does tend to be a family history
1: and if an optician notices or detects anything um, in their checkup on the person will they refer refer them on or will they tell the person
0: Yes, depending on the severity of the urgency, if we think it's a very urgent referral, we can refer directly to the hospital. Uh, we'll pick up the phone and speak to the hospital and say, I think I need to send somebody down to you straight away for further assessment. If it's just more of a routine referral, I we want something to be checked out, but it's not urgent, doesn't need to be done with the next one day, one week, one month. We can do a referral back to the GP and ask the GP to send the referral onwards. With the advent of electronic referrals now, the majority of referrals are done online. So what happened was we used to do referral to a GP the GP would pass on to the hospital. But thankfully now, due to telemedicine, it can all be done quite quickly in-house. And I know that National Eye Health Week is coming up. What is it? It's a great public platform to explain to the general public about the importance of getting an eye examination. So not many people know that we do other things apart from cell glasses and contact lenses and sunglasses. So we are trained to detect conditions such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes and brain tumours. So we tend to use this week to promote reasonably and uh, nationally about the importance of an eye examination and the important things we can detect and save people's lives, such as a brain tumour, which can be both sight-threatening and also life-threatening and what are some of the activities that are happening? Uh, lots of public activities. Um, so you'll usually tend to find on Good Morning TV and 6 o'clock BBC News, ITV News, they'll be representative from our professional bodies, talk about the importance of eye examination. And they'll sometimes use a case study, such as maybe somebody who is diagnosed with high blood pressure or maybe somebody who's diagnosis from multiple cirrhosis came by an optician. And it usually tends to kind of be quite uplifting stories saying that if I hadn't gone to the optician, I may not be here. And
1: how is this linked to the brain tumor charity and the work that the organization is doing?
0: We're just trying to uh, dovetail with the National Eye Health Week to promote the importance of eye examinations and also to promote the importance of brain tumours. So sometimes people are afraid of mentioning, uh, I think I may have a brain tumour or my family history of a brain tumour. So we're using National Eye Health Week to promote the importance of eye examinations, but also to use maybe one or two case studies of people that we have uh, in the charity who have a, a, a personal history of a diagnosis through an optician and they have had, had a brain tumour. So if it wasn't for the eye examination, they may or may not have been detected.
1: And obviously, with the last year in the pandemic, it might be difficult for someone to go out of the house
0: and to go and visit an optician. So, can an eye test be done at home? Yes, it can. Again, it's geographical location, Chandos. We call them domiciliary eye examinations. So what can happen is one of the leading providers of domiciliary would be one of the larger high street chains. And you can contact them and ask, would it be possible for somebody to come out and do an eye examination on myself or my partner or my family member? They'd need to get authorization from the local NHS or CCG trust to do that. And then they can perform an eye examination in your home, in the comfort of your own home. And also, spectacles are required when they're made up that can be delivered to your home. Uh, So it gives people reassurance assurance and peace of mind that just in case they are scared of going out. But there does have to be a medical reason for the the optician to visit, um, such as they are restricted to their bed or they're isolating, etc. So there will be COVID restrictions.
1: And if someone is experiencing sight loss, uh, what support is out there for them?
0: There is lots of support. And again, it's going to vary depending where at right, in the UK you are at uh, Chandos. There tends to kind of be uh, local support in your local NHS sensory support centre. So it might be your local hospital, your A&E unit. There might also be an NHS uh, sensory support service. Um, and also your GP will be a good point of contact and also your local high street optician. So IB would tend to be one of the largest well-known charities. And they would tend to have drop-in centres, local centres. And they'd also have a support line too as well, uh, which is manned by people who can help people who have been affected by brain tumour and sight loss.
1: And if someone has been affected by brain tumour and sight loss, could they expect their vision to return or to get better?
0: It's a very difficult question to answer, Chandos. And again, I get this asked all the time. It tends to be a guarded prognosis. If people's vision does deteriorate, we'd like to hope it can return, but sometimes it may not. And that can be a difficult pill to swallow too as well. We'd always like to be optimistic, but unfortunately, if there is damage to the vision, unfortunately, it may or may not return. And this can be difficult to speak to a person too as well, especially if they're a driver and they may not be able to meet the driving requirements. And that may mean they may lose their driving license.
1: And if you have lost a driving
0: license, what vision checks do they need to get done before reapplying? What they have to do is apply for their license through the DVLA and they'll be sent an application form to bring to the local optometrist, the local optician, and they'll have to check to make sure they can satisfy the DVLA driving requirements, which is reading a number place at 60 feet, 20 meters, and also having a good wide peripheral vision. So sometimes people's tumours can affect their side vision. And this, if, if that's detected, then that would be a bar or restriction to driving. So you have to have good, clear peripheral vision on both sides for both your safety and the safety of other road users too as well.
1: And I know the charity has done a lot of like research and invested a lot in, in eye health and awareness for sight loss. Has that have they found any significant breakthroughs or do they know of any that will help?
0: Not at the present moment, just early detection, uh, early prevention, patient education. And that's part of my job. Uh, also part of my job is to help people who do have visual problems. So if somebody phones up on the support line and they have visual concerns, they'll usually be through to me and hopefully I can guide them. But in terms of research, people always ask me, is there anything new coming through? Uh, but unfortunately, it does tend to kind of be uh, quite small steps at the moment.
1: Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been really amazing to hear what the charity is up to and the, the work that you're doing. So thank you.
0: You're very welcome, Chandas. Thank you for asking me.
1: Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Brain Chimer Charity podcast. And don't forget, the team is here to listen, support you and help with all the information you might need. You can contact them using the email support at thebrainchimercharity.org or you can call them on 0808 08 800 0004. That's 0808 08 800 0004. You can also visit theBrainchimmerCharity.org for more information on the support that's available to you we hope you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode if you'd like more information you can visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org or email our support team at support at and finally before you go if you enjoyed this podcast please can you leave us a review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts so we can reach more people and raise
0: more awareness
1: Hi, I'm Tamsin and I work in the individual giving team at the Brain Tumor Charity. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with a brain tumor and are worried about your finances, the Brain Tumor Charity's Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, run in partnership with the Citizens Advice, is here to help you. Our expert advisors can help you access the financial support you're entitled to, as well as give advice on how to make the most of your money. To make an appointment with our Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, Visit our website at thebraintimmacharity.org/slash money or call our support team on 0808 800 000 0004.